You're going to love this. Just love it. Yes, you will. I'm back. But you'll love it anyway. Pacifica Radio in Los Angeles. This is the broadcast as heard on KPFK 90.7 FM in LA, 98.7 FM in Santa Barbara, 93.7 FM in San Diego, 99.5 FM in Ridgecrest and China Lake, up in Oregon on 91.7 FM KYAQ on the Central Coast, 106.7 FM Queso in Cottage Grove, in Pennsylvania on 93 FM WLRI in Lancaster, in Hawaii, aloha, 88.5 FM KAKU, the voice of Maui. Up in Columbus, Ohio, on WGRN 94.1 FM, the Green Renaissance Network. And in Minneapolis, St. Paul, on AM 950 KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota. And coast to coast and around the globe, streaming on the Progressive Voices Channel, Netroots Radio, Indie Media Weekly, FYI Nation, Radio or Not, Radio Free Brooklyn, GDPR Nashville, Detour Talk in East Tennessee, Radio Monterey, welcome aboard, and of course, five days a week, blanketing planet Earth on Radio Sputnik. I'm Brad Friedman, this is your friendly broadcast. I am your friendly investigative blogger, journalist, troublemaker, muckraker, and all-around swell fellow, says me, from bradblog.com. Thank you for joining me. It is good to be back. I've been off for a couple of days on the road, so my great thanks to uh, Angie Coiro of In Deep Radio and Peter B. Collins of The Peter B. Collins Show uh, for filling in for uh, some guest hosting duties over the past few days. Um, thank you guys very much. Great shows, by the way. If you missed any of them, all of our shows, we do a broadcast five days a week, are always downloadable at bradblog.com for free. Uh, and speaking of my friend uh, Peter B. Collins, I, I used to be his weekly guest on uh, on his show for years up in Monterey, on uh, Monterey, California, on KRXA, which is now Mo- RadioMonterey.com, where I'm happy to say that the broadcast is now heard Monday through Friday, and I think even on the weekends, I believe. So I want to offer an official howdy and welcome aboard to our new affiliate partners in uh, magnificent Monterey here in, uh, in California on Radio Monterey. Uh, my thanks to Solarzar up there. Uh, it'll be great, actually, to hear from listeners up there as I've missed speaking with them, missed speaking with you guys uh, on, a, on a regular basis since I uh, haven't been on Peter B. Collins' show on KRXA up there in a few years. So drop us a line, if you like, Monterey, to say hello. I am bradcast at bradblog.com if you'd like to email me. You can also tweet me. I am the Brad Blog. So uh, drop me a line if you like and uh, spread the word and welcome aboard the Bradcast tra- Crazy Train, uh, Monterey. Great to have you. All right. Um, 
We uh, got some uh, breaking news. Things uh, are now being uh, restored to normal on the uh, on the UCLA campus where there was a shooting a few hours ago at the engineering building out there. Uh, This is out here in Los Angeles. Two were killed in that shooting. Uh, The campus had originally been put on lockdown. The LAPD was looking for a six-foot-tall white man dressed in all black in connection with that shooting. And then they began to find out that uh, uh, sources were reporting in any event that there was a suicide note found near the two uh, dead people. Police uh, were had been treating it as an active shooter event until the building was cleared and they were able to get in. Now the UCLA police chief uh, uh, says that this appears to be a murder-suicide, and now there are no outstanding suspects, no threat to the campus, which has now been reopened and is said to be safe. Uh, UCLA officials say classes nonetheless were canceled on Wednesday afternoon, quote, out of an abundance of caution following what they believe now to be a murder-suicide. Igor Volsky of Think Progress noted on Twitter as the uh, as the story was breaking that this, uh, this shooting would be at least the 123rd mass shooting in 2016, that according to the uh, Gun Violence Archive. So in any event, uh, things are, are cleared now at, uh, at UCLA. Campus has been reopened. Uh, that's, where we, uh, that's where we are on that. While we were gone, since I was on the road for a few days, um, just very quickly to catch you up on everything you missed over the past three or four or five days since I've been away, uh, let's see. Donald Trump saved, uh, saved the planet from global, global warming. Is that right, Desi Doyen? Did uh, oh, she's on the line. Okay, well, so I, 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 he gave a speech where he basically said once again, global warming is a hoax, and he told uh, us folks out here in California that there is no drought, no drought after all. Uh, so there's some good news, and and if there was a drought, it was easily solved. Uh, he said something. All all we got to do is stop pushing the fresh water out to the ocean. That's what he said we were doing out here in California. That science you may have seen suggesting that uh, a great majority of the state is still under an extreme or severe drought. That's over. That will be solved by Donald Trump uh, soon enough. So we uh, will look forward to that. And then uh, for some reason, also over the weekend, the few days I was away, uh, he was going to debate with uh, Bernie Sanders. And then he chickened out. So uh, hashtag chicken Trump began trending on Twitter over the past few days at some point with someone noting chicken Trump has no nuggets, at least as I saw it on Twitter when I made the mistake of reading uh, uh, Twitter very quickly while I was on the road. In the meantime, the hashtag never Trump ringleader Bill Crystal, who is wrong on just about everything uh, so far in his entire life. Uh, tweeted that, uh, quote, uh, he said, we have, quote, an independent candidate, an impressive one with a strong team and a real chance. He didn't uh, comment to uh, uh, Bloomberg specifically, who had asked about the tweet. uh, But uh, Bloomberg uh, based its report on two unnamed Republican sources intimately familiar with Crystal's efforts, identifying this independent candidate, this impressive one with a strong team and a real chance as um, 
a guy by the name of David French. Uh, so French also declined to respond to Bloomberg's inquiry about his possible candidacy. But uh, according to Bloomberg, uh, he had not yet made up his mind whether he would mount an independent bid. This is over the past 24 hours or so. Uh, Crystal, of course, is famous for uh, propping up uh, Sarah Palin and uh, convincing John McCain to choose her as her uh, as his vice presidential candidate. Uh, And he was also the chief of staff of Dan Quayle. Bill Crystal is always wrong about everything, so don't get too excited when he says uh, that they have a uh, an independent candidate. French, uh, this guy David French, apparently, who uh, no one has ever heard of, uh, has no formal political experience. He's a staff writer at the National Review. Bill Crystal is the uh, editor of the Weekly Standard, another right wing news outlet. Um, And so I love the way uh, Talking Points Memo puts this. To summarize, Crystal's big get is a magazine writer with no political experience who no one has ever heard of and who hasn't decided whether he'll even run. So that's going well. Um, What else? What else? Oh, yes. uh, The Libertarians have now picked their nominee for uh, for the 2016 presidential race. They have picked uh, New Mexico's former two-term Republican governor, Gary Johnson, as their presidential nominee once again this year. He was also their nominee back in 2012. And as their vice presidential nominee, the Libertarians have chosen Massachusetts' former two-term Republican governor, Bill Weld. So an arguably moderate uh, set of former Republican governors now on the ticket for the for the Libertarian Party, offering another alternative to Donald Trump, just in case the always wrong Bill Crystal's plan for the uh, for that David French guy doesn't work out. So uh, that's about it. I think that's it. We went away for three or four days. We missed uh, not much more than that, as far as I can tell. If you uh, notice something that I missed that I need to know about, feel free to give us a call. I'll try to get to your calls in a little bit. Our phone number here, we are live at the KPFK studios in L.A. Our number is 818-985-5735. That's 818-985-KPFK. Uh, we're going to be hopefully opening up the phones shortly for your closing arguments for your candidate in next week's big June 7th primary out here in California, as well as New Mexico, North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana, and yes, New Jersey. So you want to make your case for your candidate? Please do. Give us a call. Get in line. Um, okay, uh, let's see. Uh, got a couple of other items to get to before I've got a, a quick guest and your calls. So all of that's ahead. Um, here we are. New York Times. Uh, the uh, polls continue to tighten between Hillary Clinton and Donald J. Trump nationally. This is uh, a, a national poll. This is according to uh, uh, this is Wednesday. This is according to uh, the Quinnipiac University. They found that 45 percent of voters support Hillary Clinton, while 41 percent backed Donald Trump. So just a four point lead Uh, when adding candidates from other parties, however, such as Gary Johnson, the libertarian nominee uh, and Jill Stein of the Green Party, who we uh, we interviewed on this program last week. Uh, when those par- uh, those people are included in this poll, the race then becomes a virtual tie with Clinton leading Trump by just two percentage points. Incredible. 
the survey had a margin of error of plus or minus three percentage points, so it is a virtual tie. Um, with 86 percent of Republicans uh, are now supporting Donald Trump, so they're getting in line, as I told you they would, 90 percent of Democrats backing Hillary Clinton uh, in a general election race, according to Quinnipiac, uh, though she is obviously still working to defeat her uh, her opponent in the primaries, Bernie Sanders. And then The New York Times, I love this, goes on to note, like in many polls, Mr. Sanders performed better than Mrs. Clump, Mrs. Clinton against Mr. Trump in a hypothetical matchup, leading him by nine percentage points. So Bernie Sanders over Donald Trump by nine percentage points, according to this Quinnipiac poll. Hillary Clinton uh, over Donald Trump by uh, just two points, according to uh, according to Quinnipiac. Of course, that is national. So uh, more uh, to the point locally, since we don't have national elections in this country here in California, we've got some new polls in advance of the June 7th big primary out here. Um Let's see. Here's uh, this one uh, from, I think, just a day or so ago. A statistical tie now in California between Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders among likely Democratic voters. Clinton has a 46 to 44 advantage over Bernie Sanders. So just a two point advantage with the margin of error in this particular poll of plus or minus 5.7 percent. So that's a tie. That's a dead heat. That's a tie, essentially according to this poll from the Public Policy Institute of California. Previously, uh, Clinton had been leading by seven points in March. Now, this particular survey counts both registered Democrats and independents who say they believe they would ca uh, cast ballots in the Democratic primary. That, that's what counts as a likely Democratic voter. Uh, if you're in California, if you're registered as a no party preference voter, you're able to ask for a Democratic, what they call a Democratic crossover ballot and vote in the Democratic primary. You need to know to ask for one, however, if you'd like to participate, if you're a, a non uh, a, a no party preference voter, we used to call it decline to state out there. So you need to ask for that crossover ballot. Uh, but any independents who want to vote in that Democratic primary on June 7 must request that Democratic presidential ballot. When only registered Democrats are counted out here in California, Clinton was ahead of Bernie Sanders 49 to 41. So, by the way, if you're one of these, we've got just one of the reasons I hate vote by mail. Uh, if you've got a... Uh, 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 if you're a permanent vote by mail voter... And so you receive a ballot and you also happen to be a no party preference voter. You're going to get a ballot that has no Democratic primary on it, no libertarian, no peace and freedom, none of that. You have to request a Democratic ballot. Now, it is beyond the deadline to request a Democratic crossover ballot by mail here in California. However, if you received one of those ballots that does not have Democratic, uh, the Democratic options on it or whatever party it is you'd like to vote on, uh, vote in, uh, you can bring your poll. You must surrender it at the polling place on Election Day or before. If you live someplace where you can do uh, early voting, you can go to voting uh, the, the county headquarters, for example, out here in Los Angeles, out here at, uh, at Norwalk. 
And you can turn in uh, turn in your ballot. Uh, you can surrender your unvoted vote by mail ballot and get a Democratic pro- crossover ballot if you like. We've got another poll now just out today, also in California, also showing that it's very, very close. Uh, this has Hillary Clinton over Bernie Sanders by just two points ahead of the uh, June 7 primary. This is a brand new poll out uh, just, boy, just before we went on air here today from NBC News and Wall Street Journal and Marist. Clinton gets support from 49 percent of likely Democratic voters in the state. Sanders gets just 47. That is also within the survey's margin of error among a wider electorate of all potential voters, all potential Democratic voters in California. However, Sanders is ahead by one point, 48 to 47. So in this poll, they regard Democratic primary voters as voters who are actually registered as Democrats. But then they, when they add in uh, a, a, a no party preference voters who have the right or ability to vote as uh, in the Democratic primary, in that case, Sanders is then ahead by one point. OK, so that's kind of where we are uh, just a few days out from the uh, from the primary, from the last big primary of the year. And it's uh, you know, it's kind of funny because Hillary Clinton she had been uh, planning to uh, campaign in New Jersey for a couple more days. She cut her visit to New Jersey short when these uh, polls started once again closing in, closing down, getting tighter. She cut her New Jersey visit short to come out here and uh, and campaign in California a day early, which reminds me of this cartoon we ran at bradblog.com uh, over the weekend. In our uh, We do Sunday cartoon collections there, uh, and one of them... Uh, one of the cartoons, I just absolutely loved it. It's a tombstone, has the word Sanders campaign on it, and it's a fresh, uh, you know, a fresh plot. And uh, there's Hillary Clinton with her shovel patting down the dirt over this uh, over this fresh grave uh, that says Sanders campaign. And then behind her, tapping her on the shoulder is a big grinning Bernie Sanders saying, how's it going? And so, yes, uh, Bernie Sanders campaign, the uh, campaign that uh, Hillary Clinton keeps trying to bury, but it just won't die. At least it won't die, uh, you know, if people can get out and vote and they can cast their vote. Um, And if, of course, if they want Bernie Sanders to win. So last call before Tuesday's primary to hear from you. Closing arguments. Who you voting for? Uh, let me know. And uh, what should everyone else uh, and, and give me a reason why everyone else should do the same? Give me a call. 818-985-5735. If you can make your argument in 30 seconds to a minute, we can try to get a lot of folks in here. Um, but first, as uh, California with 475 pledged delegates for um, for in the Democratic primary, along with uh, other parties that will also be holding their primary on Tuesday. As we all prepare out here for what could be a confusing primary, a very confusing primary, given the way that California does it, as we discussed last week on this program with the L.A. County Registrar uh, uh, County Clerk, uh, Dean Logan. Uh, So it's particularly confusing here in Los Angeles, which is the largest voting jurisdiction by far in the country. So to try and make sense, to try and oversee what's going on in our elections out here in Los Angeles, I I was contacted last night by my old friend John Wellington Ennis. He's a documentary filmmaker. 
He uh, uh, created the documentaries Free for All, One Dude's Quest for Democracy, and Pay to Play, Democracy's High Stakes. Both of them fantastic. I'm in both of them, but they're good anyway. John is also the author of a new book on uh, on street art named Where Else But the Streets. He's also one of the original founders of VideoTheVote.org, a group that was uh, founded back in 2006, I believe, which has been encouraging folks to videotape problems that they have and that they see at the polls on Election Day so they can be shared broadly via social media in real-ish time. John, uh, John Wellington Ennis, sir, welcome to the broadcast. Hi, Brad. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being had, my friend. Okay, very quickly, I don't have a lot of time because I want to get to the calls, but you're working on an effort here at the last minute uh, to try to help people oversee the polls, to recruit volunteers uh, for your Video the Vote effort on June 7th on primary day in Los Angeles. What exactly are you looking for, John? Well, if people go to our website at uh, saveourelections.org, you'll see a form where you can sign up. And uh, depending on the network of people around L.A., we'll be able to create a sort of bucket brigade of information in this digital age uh, based on problems people might be having voting, uh, certainly poll worker confusion, and uh, there's always uh, confusion uh, that comes through the mail that needs to be rectified. So uh, I've spoken to Dean Logan, as uh, you just mentioned him, and so uh, he's very familiar with the kinds of, uh, you know, systemic screw-ups that can happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people will show up and not open their polling place. You know, there will be, uh, you know, there might be a confusing ballot issue that day that we can clarify. John, we're having trouble with your phone. Uh, can, we get, can we call John back real quick, see if we can get a better cell? Sorry, it, I was just saying that the uh, oh, there we poll go. worker confusion, uh-huh. poll worker confusion uh, would probably be one of the bigger issues we'll be working to rectify during the course of the day. Okay, and what do people need to do to uh, to to volunteer to work with Video the Vote? You said go to saveourelections.org. But what is it you're looking for? Are people actually videotaping what goes on at the polling place? Is that now legal here in the state of California? I know that's uh, sort of changed with this new Secretary of State. Well, uh, we can't film our ballots, but we can certainly interview people about any problems they've had or show problems if there's long lines, if a polling place isn't open, if uh, their polling place isn't at the address that's been given. And so uh, with pictures, short videos, social media, and uh, the hashtag BTVLA, we'll be able to uh, try to give an additional layer of oversight because there's only so much that I think they can process if uh, people call in, uh-huh. if they know where to call it. And so uh, people turn to social media now for uh, for their voice. And so we want to help, uh, you know, group those voices. Okay, so uh, v- hashtag VTVLA. Uh, and uh, let's see, to, and to get more information, go to saveourelections.org. Now, people don't actually have to officially sign up with you. They could just, uh, if they if they see something, say something, as they say, John Ennis. Uh, oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, although it, it's good to know how many people we have on hand who can be on hand throughout the course of the day. So, uh, you know, we have upwards of, you know, maybe 4,500 different polling locations in mm-hmm. LA County going on. So, um, if there's uh, a chance that somebody's around where we might hear that there's a problem or an incident of some sort, or we can get more information from voters, uh, then uh, just having that database is a tool. 
What kind of problems do you expect? Are you concerned about uh, that you think videotaping and getting the word out about the problem will, will help? Um, I think uh, no matter how much you, we, you and I and other people have spoken about it, I think the, uh, there will be a problem with poll uh, workers who think uh, who aren't given the right ballot, you know, mm-hmm. because it's such a weird primary, mm-hmm. uh, as, uh, as you and Gene Logan have described. Um, there's, you know, we live in an aging city. <laughs> we see our roads and our water mains breaking all the time. You know, people don't realize how ramshackle our elections are. Mm-hmm. And that it's a lot of the time a grassroots effort being put on in people's garages and in church basements. And so uh, the reality is getting everybody on the same page for those few hours uh, is, is not always uh, the easy thing to do. So, uh, But the eccentricities of a ballot can uh, come to light on, on Election Day. And just a little bit of information that you can explain uh, to mm-hmm. people can really help. And I think people don't understand if they're not in L.A. Actually, people in L.A. don't understand it. There are more than 4,000 polling places in L.A., some uh, 25,000 poll workers uh, in L.A. all have to be coordinated. Problems do happen. As a matter of fact, I got uh, I got an email uh, from a voter. I'll, I'll cover this after the break because uh, she was concerned she did not get her. Uh, she was concerned that she did not get the proper sample ballot in the mail. Uh, I got in touch with Dean Lowe. Logan, uh, the county clerk, this morning to see what I could learn. I'll share that information after the break. But oversight, oversight, oversight. It's all about the oversight. And so if you want to uh, help out and uh, work with John Ennis here, go to saveourelections.org. Use the hashtag VTV, as in video the vote, VTVLA, uh, to help uh, you know your information get out there. If you do catch anything on your cell phone, on your uh, video camera. Uh, John, is there, a, is there a Twitter address uh, that people can also use other than the hashtag VTVLA? Uh, well, not yet. Not yet. Okay. So go- <laughs> not, just for, not just for the LA one, so I don't want to like... You know, I got you. Also, I got you. But it's not really, yeah. Okay. Very good. Uh, so hashtag VTVLA and SaveOurElections.org. A lot of good stuff there, including links. And you really should see uh, Free For All, One Dude's Quest for Democracy. I, there's a lot of, uh, d- uh, d- you know, documentaries out there concerning election integrity. Free For All uh, is absolutely one of my favorites. It's funny. It's amusing. And you'll really learn a lot watching it. Hey, John, I got to run. I really appreciate your effort here. Stay in touch. As uh, as as things hopefully don't fall apart on uh, on Tuesday, and thanks for all you continue to do to try and save uh, our democracy. Since you're the one dude's quest for democracy, uh, thank you for your quest, sir. Likewise, thank you. All right, brother. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we will come back with uh, your calls and more. Last call. Make your case. Who do you want to support, and why? Uh, Give us a call, 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. I'm Brad Friedman. This is your Bradcast. Stay tuned.
Hey, this is Brad. Do you enjoy your non-corporatized, commercial-free Bradcast? Yeah, me too. But we need your help to stay that way. Please consider supporting the investigative blogging, broadcasting, and muckraking that we do here on the Bradcast and the Green News Report and bradblog.com with a donation. It's easy. Stop by bradblog.com slash donate and drop a few dollars in the tip jar. You can make a one-time contribution or an automatic monthly donation of any amount you like. It's easy. It'll take you about 60 seconds, and you'll help me and Desi stay on the air to continue our troublemaking and muckraking without the corporate influence of anyone. Got it? Thanks. Stop by bradblog.com donate to help us out today. California, here I come, right back where I started from, where bowers of flowers bloomed in the spring, each morning at dawning birdies sing and everything, a sun kissed Miss Yes, welcome back to your broadcast live from the KPFK Pacifica Radio's studios in Los Angeles today. Brad Friedman from bradblog.com with you. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. Last call. Last call if you want to uh, make your closing arguments for your candidate, whoever that may be, whatever party that is, by the way. Uh, feel free to give us a call, 818-985-5735. If you can make it in, th- the lines are, I, I know, they're all filled up. If you can make your argument in 30 seconds or so, we'll get to a lot of people very quickly before we do just a little bit more on the attempt to oversee our elections and concerns and confusions that are going to happen out here in California. Up in San Francisco, more than 1,400 ballots of the wrong party affiliation were incorrectly mailed to San Francisco voters, according to the San Francisco Examiner. The ballot snafu, as they describe it, uh, comes just a week before San Francisco voters hit the polls for the June 7 primary election. And during the prime vote-by-mail period, the examiner learned of the mistake from readers who sent in letters that they obtained from the San Francisco Department of Elections. The letter from the department, signed by John Arntz, the uh, election director up there in San Francisco, says, quote, a nonpartisan ballot was mailed to you in error. This ballot did not accurately reflect your request for a Democratic Party ballot for this primary election. Uh, Apparently so far uh, in San Francisco, some 61,000 vote by mail ballots have already been received and accepted. Uh, Arntz, the uh, director in San Francisco, says that the incorrect ballots will still be counted if they are sent in, but voters may also mail in a correct replacement ballot, which was later sent to voters. So if you're up there in San Francisco, if you're a no party preference voter, but you had requested a Democratic ballot, you might have gotten the wrong one at first. Well, there is a second one now on the way to you. And uh, they say that if they receive that first ballot, they'll hold that one until after Election Day, and then they'll void it if the second ballot then arrives. So in San Francisco, apparently uh, you get to vote twice, uh, but only the second one will count uh, that that Democratic ballot uh, if they receive it. Um, uh, Apparently some 1,400 to 1,600 voters were affected 
And, uh, well, uh, that's where we are in San Francisco. Some confusion there. Meanwhile, down here in Los Angeles at the station uh, this morning, I was passed. Uh, someone had sent this letter in. Janet C. sent this letter in to uh, the folks here at KPFK. And I was, tried to, uh, I was happy to try to track this down after the mail was forwarded to me. Basically, it says, greetings. Uh, KPFK, I wasn't sure who I should tell, but I thought someone should hear about this since I'm not uh, since I'm sure I'm not the only person this is happening to. Janet C. says, I got my sample ballot in the mail. I had re-registered as a Democrat so that I can vote for Bernie Sanders after years of being registered as a Green. But when I opened up my sample ballot, there were only Green or American Independent Party choices. She says, I re-registered as a Democrat months ago. In fact, when I first heard Bernie was running and did it again online a few weeks ago before the deadline to change uh, party affiliations. She said she did it just in case. She says, this is a mess. Thanks for reading Janet C. Well, I sent this. uh, I took uh, her email. I took the liberty of sending it to Dean Logan. Mentioned him before the break. He's the registrar county clerk out here in Los Angeles County. To ask him if he knew what was going on, he writes back to me this morning. Uh, this is from the county clerk of Los Angeles. Says, "Good morning. I did a quick check on that email. He said we have several voters registered who are named uh, Janet C. I have that same name, the full name. Uh, however, I did identify one whose party preference was changed from Green to Democrat on May 11 of 2016." Logan tells me if that is, in fact, the voter who contacted you, he says he would need the date of birth and address to confirm, then the party change was processed. That party change was made and or processed after the initial sample ballot files had uh, had been mailed out. He says she should receive or have already received a second sample ballot uh, reflecting her party change. But she, like you, if you're in the L.A. area, can confirm the current status of her registration at uh, lavote.net slash VR status, VR as in voter registration status. So that's lavote.net slash VR status if you want to make sure you are registered as you think you are registered. Uh, Hope that helps. Uh, Thanks, says Dean Logan. So I hope that does help you out, Janet C. I expect these sort of uh, problems and concerns and confusion to continue happening. Um, What are uh, well, Mark couldn't hold on. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, (laughs) All right. We'll get to uh, is that Mark from Thousand Oaks or a different Mark? Oh, okay. It looks like he's still there. Anyway, all right, we're going to get to some of your calls now, 818-985-5735, 818-985-KPFK. Who do you support? Who are you going to vote for? And why should I vote the same way? Uh, let's go to Anne in Santa Barbara. Welcome to the broadcast, Anne. Who are you voting for? And uh, why should I'm everyone voting. else vote the same way? Yes, I'm voting for Bernie, and I want to urge everyone that, that cares about the environment and about world peace and about getting a Democratic president in the White House next year to vote for Bernie, because, as you pointed out, Hillary is very vulnerable. Trump could easily beat her. Bernie understands climate change is something we have to do something about now. He does not support fracking, which she does. She spent a lot of time as Secretary of State pushing countries around the world to allow fracking, which has turned out to release so much methane that it's as bad as coal. 
for global warming, and um, she supports Monsanto with all their pesticides, herbicides, and GMOs. He supports labeling GMOs, getting letting us have the right to, uh, you know, eat food that's not been mm-hmm. tainted by poison or the farm workers haven't been poisoned producing it. And also, um, well, there's, there's not one issue on which Hillary is better. There's several issues on which they're the same, but there are numerous issues on which he is much better than her. But- Thanks, Anne. I appreciate that. Well done. Well well stated. Uh, that's Anne in Santa Barbara. Much appreciated. 818-985-5735. Uh, let's see. Uh, Isaac in uh, Reseda. Hey, Isaac, welcome to the broadcast. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, hey, Brad. How's it going? I just wanted to report that, you know, my parents have been registered Democrats for over 20 years, and they received their, their ballot, uh, their sample ballot, not a few weeks ago. And if it wasn't for my sister checking, uh, to confirm that, that they were registered Democrats, you know, the, the ballot said that they were uh, independent parties, so that would have made them ineligible to vote. The good thing that my daughter, excuse me, that my sister checked that, uh-huh. and she went ahead and changed that up, but I, I just suspect that that's going to be an ongoing problem where thousands yep. of people are going to be disenfranchised here across California, and it's unfortunate that that, that might be the reason why you know, if Clinton wins, uh, the primary here in California is going to be because of, of that irregularity. Uh, uh, thank you. Isaac, uh, what, were they registered as uh, declined to state voters, or, or were they registered as the American Independent Party voters? Do you American, know? American Independent Party voters, yeah. which is odd because they've been they've been registered Democrats for over 20 years, same address, uh, n- nothing's changed. And uh, and all of a sudden they receive something that says they're, they're uh, that other party. And yeah. So, you know, we're really surprised to, to see that. We're actually not really surprised because we've been seeing that happening all across the country in New York and Brooklyn. And so it's just very concerning. Well, we have to see if uh, we have to see if we get more reports like that. A lot of people, L.A. Times did a report a couple of weeks ago. A lot of people are registered. They think they are registered independent, but they're actually registered in the American Independent Party, uh, which is a party out here in California. So they won't be able to cross over to vote in the uh, uh, Democratic primary if they are registered that way. Um, but, uh, you know, one of the problems that we have found throughout the election cycle so far this year You mentioned New York. A lot of people said, wait, I've been a registered Democrat for years and then I go to vote and I find out I'm not registered as a Democrat. I'm non-affiliated. Well, uh, a lot of people, because they vote for Democrats in the general election, uh, don't realize that they may not be registered actually as a Democrat. I don't know if that is the case with your parents, Isaac, um, or not, but I know a lot of people think they're registered as Democrats just because they vote Democratic, but in fact they, they actually aren't. So you may want to, uh, you know, as uh, Dean Logan said, stop by lavote.net slash VR status if you happen to be in Los Angeles. There's other places to check uh, in uh, in other counties around L.A. You can go to the uh, Secretary of State's website uh, and get information there. And, of course, uh, check in all of those other states where you might be voting on Tuesday as well. Uh, thanks, Isaac. I appreciate the call, sir. Thank you. All right, let me go to um, uh, let me go to. Oh, we do have Mark. Uh, Mark in, uh, in Mark in Thousand Oaks. Hey, Mark, welcome to the broadcast. Hey, hey Brad. Thank you. You bet. Call. Well, uh, I'm probably one of the few. Uh, I called about a month ago after the uh, New York primaries, but uh, my point is, uh, I was a Bernie supporter. Idealistically, still am, but pragmatically, I'm switching over toward Hillary. 
And I know what's, what scares me to death is the perfect storm of the Bernier bus movement, the voter suppression, all that with Trump. So I want, you know, I think everyone should go out and cast their ballots, but I think it's a little bit disingenuous to think that they that there's still a shot. I mean, this this thing is over. It really is. Well, why isn't there? Uh, why isn't there a shot, Mark? Uh, because the for Bernie Bernie's counting on turning over the superdelegates. Right. The way and they the way they turned over in 2008. Those who had supported Hillary Clinton, who ended up uh, changing their vote to Barack Obama at the convention. But he would need a lot more than that. Because she's got a much bigger lead in the uh, uh, other. So, I mean, he may get a few to switch. But my main concern is after this, Mm -hmm. I I mean, really, they needed 80 percent, I think it was, of the California votes. Providing they got 50 percent in Jersey and they're not going to get 50 percent in Jersey. She's going to win Jersey. That's also one of the reasons she All left right. there. Not just to, because, you know, it's not California to win the, for the nomination. It, mm-hmm. It's going to be an embarrassment if she loses. She's going to have a tougher argument at the convention. Okay. So I think, you know, my main concern is is the Bernier bust movement afterwards, because that could be catastrophic. Well, that's afterwards. That's down the line. Right now, we're just looking at uh, the June 7 primary, the last big primary election of the uh, 2016 uh, no, season. I got so, it. I got right. it. Thanks, got Mark. It. Thanks, Mark. Right, I appreciate thanks, that. Bro. Appreciate your call. All right, thank you, Brad. You bet. Um, all right. Let's go to uh, Kelwin in uh, in L.A. Hey, Kelwin. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. What's on your mind? Hey, Brad. How you doing, brother? I'm, I'm okay. Uh, I'm calling because, you know, I hear this thing about the Bernie or bust and people are, are steeped in fear. And the reason I'm voting for Bernie, and yes, I am a Bernie or bust guy, is I just cannot vote for Hillary no matter what. Due to two main reasons I have is two, I have a 10-year-old boy, Asher, and a 12-year-old boy, Ryder. And I have to be able to look them in the eye when they're draft age and they're being sent off to a for-profit war, who we know that Hillary has supported every war that's out there. It's devastating the amount of the millions of people that have ended up dying because of her what she calls mistaken choices and these things and wars she's voted for and pushed it's just one of the reasons and there are dozens other from the Monsanto supporters on down that a lot of people have already mentioned and I and I and I'll leave it with this is that uh, Eugene Debs who ran for president from president from prison his fifth term time that he ran a high supporter of labor started the railroad unions said one time and it's such a great quote I would rather vote for what I love and want and not get it than vote for what I don't want and get it. And uh, do you think, Kelwin, that you are more likely to have to send your kids away to war if Donald Trump is the president versus Hillary Clinton is the president? No, actually, because Donald Trump, and I'm not a Trump supporter, believe me, mm-hmm. is against, if, if he's allowed to continue what he talks about, he's against this absolute intervention and endless wars for, in, in all these countries and regime change. He talks about that. If people get past what, what Donald Trump says that's just plain ignorant mm-hmm. about racial hate and all these things, and he's just ugly and I hate it, and get into the core of what he talks about, some of what he's talking about internationally and what he wants, he's not further to the right than Hillary. Hillary's further to the right than him and more of a neocon. Okay. 
He talks a big storm, but Hillary's already a proven killer of millions of people, up to 500,000 children from her bad mistakes and her wars that she pushed. Okay. Just the war in Libya and whatnot. So I pre- I'm, I'm just as afraid. I'm not afraid of either Hillary or I don't dictate my life by fear. Yeah. But if you want to be afraid, be afraid of somebody who's already killed a million people instead of somebody that just talks a bunch of crap. Thanks for the call, Kelwin. I really do appreciate it. Uh, let love me, you, Brad. Thank you. I uh, love you back. Let me get to uh, Gloria in, there we go, uh, Gloria in Moreno Valley. Hey, Gloria, welcome to the broadcast. Who are you supporting and why should I do the same? Hi, Brad. Good afternoon. Um, I'm supporting Bernie Sanders. And really quick, first, for my parents, because I believe that Bernie will protect their Social Security uh, income, which is what they live off of. Second, for my daughter who's in college, I believe that upon her graduating, Bernie will help her at the very least renegotiate the loans that she will be stuck with. And for my son, who probably serves in the U.S. military, I believe, like the previous caller, that Bernie will think twice before sending him to war. And that is why I believe him. I I need to believe that this country can actually elect an honest person to the White House. So please, people, go out and vote. Bernie, don't don't just stay home. Don't believe the media. Go out and cast your vote. Thank you, Brad. Well done, Gloria. Thank you very much for the call. Greatly appreciated. Uh, let me uh, let me do one more call before the break, and then we'll get to more calls. Uh, phones are filling up like crazy here. Uh, let me get to uh, David. There we go. David in Thousand Oaks. Hey, David, welcome to the broadcast. Hi, Brad. Hey. Hello. Hi. Hey yeah. Hey, I really appreciate what you do. You do such a great job and exposing all the. Anyway, I love what you do. Thank you. And I'm going to vote for Bernie. I am a un. <laughs> I think I say undisclosed. A non. Whatever the term yeah, is, I don't yeah, I know a, a no party preference voter, NPP voter, declined to state, unaffiliated. We got all kinds of names for him here in California, but basically, you're a declined to state, a no party preference voter, and you're going to ask for a crossover ballot to uh, vote in the Democratic primary for Bernie Sanders. I am. I'm, I just hope that they, that when I ask for that, someone doesn't say, "Sorry, Dave." I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, no. Th- th- well, if they do do that, you'll raise holy hell. You'll tell everybody on Twitter. You'll go to uh, hashtag V2V. I'm sorry, VTVLA. You'll let me know on the Twitters at the Brad blog. And uh, you-, you get that vote cast however you want to cast it, Dave. Thanks for the call, my friend. Yep. All thank right. You, bye. Yep. Thank you. All right. Let me uh, let's take a quick break and uh, come back. Uh, we'll get to. Uh, oh man, we got Valerie. We got Linda. We're going to try to get to as many folks as we can. Eight one eight nine eight five five seven three five. Last call. Last call to uh, use your public airwaves to get out there, make your case for your candidate, whoever that may be, right here on the broadcast uh, before Tuesdays. Man, I can't believe is this primary already over? It just seems like it just started. 818-985-5735. I'm Brad Friedman. This is your broadcast. Don't touch that dial.
Hi, this is Desi Doyen from the Green News Report and the Bradcast, both brought to you without corporate or political influence. Why? Because we rely on you to help keep us completely independent. Please drop by bradblog.com donate today and help us stay on your public airwaves. That's bradblog.com donate. You'll thank yourself later. I'll thank you now. Man, I didn't even know we had this many lines. Who knew? Welcome back to the Bradcast. Brad Friedman from bradblog.com. All right, let's try to fly through as many as, uh, of these as we can. I'm going to shut up, let you make your case uh, for your candidate, whoever you'd like to uh, make the case for before uh, Tuesday's primary. Now's your chance. Get it out over your public airwaves. Try to do it in 30 seconds or less, and we get to a whole bunch of you. Valerie in Sherman Oaks, welcome to the Bradcast, Valerie. Hi. Oh, great. Hi. Hi. So I'm voting for Hillary, um, and I'm voting for Bernie if he wins the, uh, uh, you know, the Democratic nomination. And I just hope that my fellow and sister Democrats do the same. And uh, Bernie or Bust, I mean, it's, it's kind of great on paper, but let's not forget the Supreme Court. Our country will change for the worse if we... Um, uh, if we don't stop Donald Trump from becoming president. And so we can't have Bernie of us. We have to have Bernie for president or Hillary, and let's work together. And Bernie's been an incredible boost to Hillary in terms of, you know, uh, voicing what the people really want. And I think she's listened. I think, I think it would be, I think we're going to have a different Hillary if she gets into uh, into the White House. All right, so Valerie is uh, going Hillary in the primary, but will vote for Bernie if he becomes the nominee. Thank you, Valerie. I pr- appreciate the call. Uh, let's go to Lewis in Montebello. Hey, Lewis, welcome to the broadcast. Yeah, how you doing? Oh, uh, okay. My pitch is for Jill Stein, you know, and the Green Party. Mm-hmm. The Green Party tells you what America needs to know about voting. Mm-hmm. We need green organic food. We need green technologies that to stop global warming. And we need a green earth that's war-free. Vote for Jill Stein, and you're voting for the right person. She's unencumbered. She's not a Democrat. She's not a Republican, you know, uh, like anybody else. So she's unencumbered. She's what we need to bring us into the 21st century. Now, the bad news is, if you support Jill Stein, is that you can't vote for her unless you are registered as a Green. If you're a no-party preference voter... You can't vote for Jill Stein because the Green Party has a closed primary, completely closed primary, out here in California. I interviewed Jill about that. I asked her about that last week. She, the Green Party is calling, she's, you know, says she's calling for a more inclusive democracy, and yet the Green Party themselves uh, has a closed primary. So you can check out my interview with her at bradblog.com. Lewis, I appreciate uh, the call, and Not good luck. Problem. I'm already a Green voter. I'm already a Green registered. So you're good. Uh, good luck next Tuesday, sir. All right, let me get to, uh, man, who do we get to next? Uh, There's so many to choose from. Although I should say, a whole bunch of people down this line says, support Bernie, support Bernie, support Bernie. This is not me choosing him. As a matter of fact, uh, there's not a lot of Hillary voters. I've been trying to go to them first to in in an abundance of fairness. Uh, Let me go to, uh, oh, Morris, our old friend Morris. Hey, Morris, welcome to the broadcast, sir. How are you? I'm fantastic, Brad. Thank you for asking. I'm voting for Mr. Sanders because he inspires people to participate in the electoral process. Uh, the name Clinton is a very divisive name at this point. I don't believe what the polls are saying. 
Uh, again, with respect to the name Clinton, there uh, might be a question of integrity or, or character there. And you also have to take a look at the source of the funding. Uh, Mr. Sanders has been able to ask 9 million people to give him $2.70 <laughs> or a little bit more. And Mrs. Clinton has taken, well, we all know the story. So I'm going for uh, Mr. Sanders for that very reason. Thanks. Thank, thanks, Morris. I appreciate the call. Well done. Uh, let me go to uh, Sean in, where are we here? Sean in Valley Village. Hey, Sean, welcome to the broadcast. Hey, Brad. It's, I'm thrilled to be on. Uh, just to let you know, my sister and I were peace and freedom. We got our uh, sample ballots, and we said, okay, fine, we're going to re-register Democrats so we can vote for Bernie. We put those in. Everything's great. Meanwhile, we get sample ballots for, again, peace and freedom. Also, Green Party. We were never a member of Green Party. I don't know where that came from. Huh. And so we called. I called the registrar. I said, what is going on? Because we are concerned. We want to be able to vote. Yeah. And um, they look it up and say, no, we have you both down. as now Democrat. Uh, we don't know why you have those. And, you know, we're sending out those ballots. And, blah, blah, and we finally did get our uh, absentee ballots. Wow. And, and so you— very bizarre. So you're, you're registered as Democratic— and yeah. you confirm that with the with the uh, county clerk. This is Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. You confirm that you are registered as Democrat, but that for some reason they sent you a Green Party and a Peace or Freedom Party I, ballot. I guess, yes, yes. Uh, we ended up with two Peace and Freedoms and one Green. Well, uh, another good reason for folks not to wait until Election Day to open up those uh, uh, those vote by mail ballots. If you've been sent one, open it up now. Check it out. Make sure it's the right party so you can contact the uh, uh, the county clerk if there's any problem. And remember, once again, if you were sent either the wrong ballot or you're a no party preference voter and you were sent and you wanted uh, to vote in the Democratic or Libertarian or uh, I believe it's American Independent Party uh, uh, primary, you can bring in that ballot on Election Day, surrender it and vote a normal non-provisional ballot. So I just wanted to yeah. let you know, I mean, waste of money, waste of paper, waste of, I don't, I don't know what that was about. But, well, you know, m- most importantly, uh, they got it wrong. So uh, that's why it's important to oversee it and check this and, and straighten it out. Thanks, Sean. I appreciate the call. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, let me go to uh, oh, Linda in Pasadena. Hey, Linda, welcome to the broadcast. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Linda. You're on. Linda, this is Linda. Um, Brad, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, gee. All right. Uh, have her pull over. Uh, hang on. We'll, we'll try to get back to her, Linda. Your your phone uh, crapped out on us there. Try to call back if you can. Uh, hang on here. Let me go to Soren. Uh, hang on. There we go. Soren in Long Beach. Hey, Soren, welcome uh, to the broadcast. Thank you, Brad. I'm for Bernie because his track record speaks for itself. He's the authentic progressive. I share his values. And that's he's just sincere, and that's plain to see. But the reason I could never possibly vote for Hillary Clinton, well, there's many. Um, I really, I could start with her inauthentic, inauthentic, strategic, fake pandering uh, to progressives to try to peel off Bernie votes. We know she's not sincere. Her track record speaks for itself as well. I don't believe in the death penalty. She didn't... Uh, you know, she stood by her vote for the Patriot Act in one of the early uh, Democratic, uh, mm-hmm. you know, primary debates. And, um, you know, you look at her Podesta, 
uh, you know, her campaign chairman or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, I went, I went back and I looked at the, you know, I went and poured over the Podesta, uh, lobbying groups, uh, website. Mm -hmm. And it's scary. Every progressive should look at that. You know, you go and they just have a bunch of cryptic like photos, uh, when it looks about, you know, it's, it says wins, they have a tab called wins and you go and you click on that bull statue from wall street and it, and it'll tell you everything you need to know. But I feel like I'm probably preaching to the converted. So mainly, you know, I don't think we have a lot of Clinton supporters in KPFK land, but the main thing is you get out there and you work for Bernie. Our right? uh, our uh, show goes uh, not just in KPFK land, goes around the country and around the world. So you're making your case out there. Thanks, Soren. I greatly appreciate it. Do I have time for one or two more here? Very, very quickly. Uh, Rahid in West Hollywood. Welcome to the broadcast, Ra- Rahid. Yeah, hi. How are you? I'm okay. Who are you supporting and why in uh, 15 well, seconds or less, sir? <laughs> I'm an Afghan-American. I'm supporting Bernie because Hillary Clinton is definitely not an honest person. She um, is supporting wars, and she is supporting Wall Street, which destroyed this country. And I don't understand why would anyone want to vote for someone that is creating mayhem, more wars, more killing, which in return results in terrorism, more killing. This, this has to stop. The cycle has to stop. Americans need an honest politician in the White House. And we haven't had that for a long time. We need it. It's like a kid that wants Christmas gifts. That's how I feel. I want to vote for Bernie. I want to let everybody know as an Afghan American, there's so much pain in the world. And this woman just doesn't get it. So that's it. Thank you for giving me a chance. You bet. I appreciate it, Rahid. And uh, to be clear, he's uh, Afghan-American, Afghanistan, not African-American, in case his uh, phone was a little hard to hear there. Do I have time for one more? No? Oh, man, I got to get out. I want to thank everyone who called in. My apologies to those I could not get to. Tried to get to all of them, but... uh failed again, Brad. Uh, my thanks to our producer, Desi Doyen, to our booking goddess, Cynthia Cohn, to G, our uh, soundboard operator today, also to John Wellington Ennis of Video the Vote and SaveOurElections.org. And once again, my thanks to uh, Angie Coiro and Peter B. Collins for filling in for me over the past few days here on the broadcast. If you missed any portion of today's program, or any other, you can download it anytime at bradblog.com. Find me on the Facebooks and the Twitters. I am the Bradblog, or drop me email. I'm bradcast at bradblog.com. Until we meet again, which will be soon, I'm Brad Friedman. Good luck, world. Oh,